everybody, and welcome back to Season 3, Episode 14 of The Nest. I'm Brianna Paliz, and I'll be your host for today, and I'm here along with Miriam Trujillo and Roxanne Valle. Hi, guys. So, my name is Miriam, and I'm currently a junior at Dural Academy, and a few things about myself. I really like robotics and science, and I'm currently in my research. Okay, hi, guys. I'm Roxanne. Um, I'm also a junior at Dural Academy. I also really love science, and I am in mice research as well. Perfect. So I hear that both of you guys are in mice research, so tell us a little bit about that and what the program is. Yeah, so mice research is basically a biological research that our academy has to offer. And what we're doing is we're testing this antioxidant called C60 on mice and how it affects the lifespan of the mice. So... Currently, we're testing that along with other um, oils such as olive oil, salmon oil, and currently, Pumpkin actually, oil. yeah, Roxy's idea. It was, that was me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, it was testing pumpkin seed oil with the chemical that we're testing on the mice. I mean, no, yeah, we basically just like do observations every day. We like weigh them, take their temperature, we make sure we feed them. Yeah, that's important, I feel, you know, to keep them alive. Yeah, that's very important. <laughs> Part of yeah. the research. So, very important. <laughs> I've heard a lot of, not horror stories, but horror stories of mice research. So tell us your favorite story that you have oh of my being God. in the program. I have There's a great so one. Many. There's so many. They're okay. so crazy. So actually, very recently, yesterday, oh, okay. there was, uh, we were just doing our mice, we were observing them, and then all of a sudden, I see a little head peek out of the tank. And mind you, it's a cage tank, right? So a head shouldn't be <laughs> out of the tank. So we realized that one of the little baby mice has it escaped from the cage, and it was in the top uh, counter. So we had to go and get the mouse, and yeah, just put him back in the cage. And we realized that there was a hole, a very small hole, but. He was sneaking in through that. <laughs> so, yeah, we had to do that. So, yeah, we had these mice that we bought because we were running out of mice because, like, we had... It was you know like, what? That's a phrase I never thought I'd hear. <laughs> we're running out of mice. We're running out of mice, guys. We were guys. running out because they were all dying. Because they're old, not because we killed them or anything. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we take care of our mice, guys. Um, <laughs> just to make sure you know. We love them. We love our mice. Um, so they were just dying because of old age and whatever. They were like older generations. So we had to buy some new ones because we also breed them. That's right. also another part of like our experimentation with them. So we breed them. And um, so we had to buy new ones. And then we mixed them together, like the purchased ones. And there were like three in a tank. And then one of them ate the other two. Oh, yeah. okay. So survival of the fittest. Survival yeah. of the he fittest. Thank you, Darwin. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, yes. sir. Darwin. Woo! Woo! Let's give it up for him. He munched <laughs> so hard on them. Um, <laughs> like, like gone. Like the brain. Gone. Gone. <laughs> so you saw devoured. mouse parts. Yes. yes. It was very gory, but we learned a very important biological lesson that day. We don't do <laughs> don't. that again. <laughs> don't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> so I hear that, like, you know, the mice obviously have to pass away yes, in older sadly. generations. No, they say that. Do you guys ever <laughs> get attached to a mouse and oh, get yes. sad when it passes yes, away? Yes, so much. So, yeah, definitely. So I have two mice that I hold very dear to my heart. Um, rest in peace, Spidey and Rocket. I love you guys so much. And basically... <laughs> Spidey had a seizure. So, Rocket... Okay. So thank you, Rocket and Spidey. 
Insert sentimental music. <laughs> Insert it. <laughs> Yeah, so Rocket was a very active mouse. He loved doing flips um, in his cage, in his little tiny cage. So I I thought about it, and then I put him in a bigger tank because I felt like he really deserved that. I really, I just really loved Rocket because no matter the conditions, no matter what happened, he was just... <laughs> Always doing flips. flips. <laughs> Always doing <laughs> That's um, like two fuck now. Like, exactly, so... Um, Rocket was really special because he just, he was, no matter what circumstance, he was always just very active, uh, doing flips. He, he never, he was never an unhealthy mouse, and I was very, very sad when he passed away. And Spidey was a, another very special mouse. He was really active as well. But um, he kept on having seizures, and, like, that's like having a baby sick. Like, you, you genuinely feel that connection with the mouse, and it was just... It's very difficult to see them pass. That must be awful. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine like cultivating an animal and feeding it yes. and giving it so and many, then it so much love and nutrients, away. and then it just passes away. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I named. <laughs> I know. I named one of mine like one of the new babies after my old car. Yeah. <laughs> that old passed car. away. <laughs> that my car? brother totaled. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, like personal statement no, or attack. No. No no no, 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 no. The car was named Demarcus. And so I named my mouse Demarcus, and then Demarcus died. But like, out of it was, and I was so, so sudden. sudden. It was so sudden. It was, yeah. It had a short. <laughs> it was <It's> so sudden. <laughs> it had a short lifespan. <laughs> it Very did. Short it literally lived like a month, and I was so sad. It was my favorite mouse. It was so beautiful. It was beautiful, and he was like calm and so cute. And then he just died, and I was like, what? So what's the usual lifespan of a mouse? <clears throat> and have you ever cried when they've died? Those are two very different questions. Very different questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, mice don't really live for that long. And that's why we're doing a study on longevity. So normally when you see a mouse that has been in the program for three, four years, that's a whole grail. Yeah. Yeah. So normally we would say like a year, two years. But when we have that mouse that lives for three years, we know that that's that's an outlier in In our data. data. So, and the other question, yes, I have cried. <laughs> yes, with the previous mice that I mentioned. Me too. Um, with Spidey and Rocket. She played a prank on me and told me one of my mice now <laughs> was dead, and I actually cried. Like, I was having such a horrible day. And then she posted that my mouse died, and I was like, are you kidding me? It was like, a horrible way. <laughs> she was like, rest in peace, cheeses. Like, she put her on the tank and everything. I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> And then I came to school and I saw it was still there. And she's like, hey, I pranked you. So funny. So funny. That was a really funny prank. I think she has a personal grudge yeah, against I you now. So. I do. I see that your sponsor is Ms. Achesville, right? Yes. So yes. tell me about her and the mouse research program. You know, how is she with you guys? Yeah, so we're kind of a family. We're a really big family. I mean, we've been with her since um, the end, like the latter part of the eighth grade. So she's just seen us grow as people. Um, we've been through her with a lot of things, COVID. And she's a very, very charismatic teacher. She cares a lot about biology. And she's had her past research with biology being a, a student in university. So yeah, she knows what she's talking about. And I feel like having that sponsor and having that guidance really helps the program. 
That's yeah. amazing. You know that you guys have such an amazing sponsor that knows what she's doing. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's really important. Helpful, yeah. <laughs> So, moving on from my research, I hear that you do robotics. So, tell me a little bit about the program because personally, I know nothing on robotics. Great. Okay. So, the robotics program is open to anybody. Shout out. (laughs) (laughs) Self promo. Um, But yeah, it's open to anybody that's willing to learn about robotics and not only like what you normally think about a robot in that does automated things but also like the physical parts of it like how to build a robot the circuit part uh, electrical parts of it um and obviously the mechanical parts so we mostly focus on doing competitions so this year we had a few competitions in robotics and we do something called vex robotics so that's where we we have a challenge they give us a, a certain challenge and we build a robot to solve that problem or to compete and get more points. Um, however, as times have changed, we have shifted into a more engineering perspective of robotics in order to teach students how to think um, critically and how to think in the engineer perspective. So we look at problems and we just solve them. So for example, um, if you're in green club and you wanna have like a, a weather system, then we can work with you and we can make we can make Arduino project that maybe waters your plants every so often. So it's more of a an in a innovation part. And how has COVID affected, you know, the robotics program? Because I heard before COVID, it was very prominent in our school. And from there, I have not heard of any competitions or anything. So how has competing been coming back? Yeah, so competing was really, really difficult uh, during COVID. We actually had to do a lot of the competitions RLI and we had to set up a camera and compete by ourselves, which is definitely, it's not the same. And we're, we're missing that part of competing with others, going around competitions, meeting people, and that definitely affected us a lot. But as situations have gotten better with COVID, we are starting back to get on track and starting to compete again and learning in person, which is obviously... It's always so the much better. better. And you know, I heard that, you know, robotics is teamwork and you can't really do teamwork yeah online. online no we we had a point where we would we would just learn about coding because there wasn't much we could do we couldn't build a physical uh, robot online so we had to learn the, the electronic parts of it and the coding aspects of it that's pretty cool though that's also very useful i wish i learned how to code but honestly that stuff i tried girls who code back in oh, sixth grade yes. yes but you know i just i never got it and it's okay it's okay it's, it's okay. fine it's fine so actually, this past weekend I heard that you won first place at a model UN competition. Oh Give it up, Miss Best Delicate. Oh. I mean, though, we heard that in the car. We were like, yes. No, okay. To me, I couldn't believe it. I did not believe that. Um, but it was definitely very rewarding after a year of online month, which is also not very good. No, yeah, I can attest to that one based on personal experience. Not yes. very fun, mm-hmm. guys. Your host is a Mun delegate, a yes! very good one indeed. I yeah. think, I think by the, well, if you guys didn't know, now you know. That's yeah. it. So tell me about Gator Mun and how it went. We pretty much competed at the University of Florida, but we were in different committees. So kind of tell me about your committee and how everything went. Any funny, mo- any funny mentions? Oh, wow. Anything yeah, rewarding? So, so um, my committee was the NASA Board of Directors. And basically, our plan was to go about like all the bureaucratic parts of NASA, like how to organize the corporation, 
But then it turned into a specialized committee, which means that you have the general assembly part, which is the normal part of MUN, but then you also have crisis and you have certain problems that you have to resolve within a certain time frame. So, for example, for us, there was a power outage in NASA and we had to, we lost connection with the ISS, um, with the International Space Station, and we had to find a way to reconnect with the astronauts and solve those problems. So I feel like it kind of connects those lessons that you learn of critical thinking and just combining all of those aspects to solve a problem. Because they kind of throw you in the spot. They figure it out, go. Yes, and they tell you, you have 20 minutes to solve this, go. And I love that. <laughs> yes, and it's it's honestly really fun. It's really rewarding. You make awesome connections. I made a ton of friends. And it's it's just a great opportunity overall. Yeah, I heard that. I kind of refer to MUN as theater for the social studies kids. Yes. Because that's literally what it is, you know? We're role-playing. We're, re- <laughs> we're role-playing countries. Yeah. That's what we are. Cosplay Burundi. <laughs> So yeah, that's pretty much what Model UN is. We have to do impromptu speeches, which I think is my favorite part, but it's also the most nerve-wracking part. Yes, definitely. For sure. So what happened to me was that I was in the middle of a speech and I started speaking Spanish because I got nervous. Oh, oh my God. Yes, so I was speaking English and I was speaking perfectly fine and I completely lost my train of thought and started speaking Spanish. To which that was funny and people said, I really like your accent. So I don't think they knew what the Spanish language was, but... No. You know what? It's okay. It it's okay. It was good. It, it happens. People confuse it. Yeah, it's, it's not okay. a totally different language. Like <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. So using Model UN and the skills that it gives you, how is that going to benefit you in the future? Because I can talk about the benefits for days. Right. Like, it's so useful. You, know, you learn incredible. how to talk. You learn how to talk. And MUN really teaches you how to build connections with people, how to really reach an audience. It teaches you public speaking. It teaches you leadership. It teaches you... Um, you don't know how many times Mun has saved me for interviews, like job interviews and uh, just like scholarly interviews. It's so great because you learn to think on the spot and you learn to really handle your words and say what you want to say in the most efficient way. Yeah, you know, I heard that... I didn't hear anything, actually. I don't know what I was supposed to I heard about that. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that I, that I, I used my... I hear that, gonna, yeah. I was going to say that I used my MUN skills in, like, my Chipotle interview. <laughs> I don't know. I heard that I, mean, I used honestly, that. Honestly, I heard that I used that, actually, like, the other day <laughs> when I was... <laughs> when I was, like, you know... Yeah, when I was doing that yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. But anyways... I've used my public speaking skills a lot for, you know, club meetings, board yes. meetings. You have to stand up there and just kind of start talking and hope you don't stutter, which exactly. yeah. That's so is funny. very difficult. I suck at that. <laughs> so, guys. Join MUN. Yeah, for real. If you guys haven't realized already, MUN is really good for you. You, you should go it's for great. it. It's nerve-wracking, but yeah. it teaches you confidence. Awesome. Yeah, but you awesome. need that to just get by in life because life isn't, like, what are you going to do? Hide every day? No. No, 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 that's not the point. Nay, nay. I kind of wanted to talk to you guys about your future plans, university, what majors you guys want to pursue, and what you're doing to get there. So the floor is yours. Alrighty. Um, I mean, I'm not super set on what exactly I want to do. Definitely STEM field. Um, I am looking in, like, I'm torn between biomedical engineering, which is the more, like, I guess 
realistic path for me but then i also have like this super long shot dream of like astrophysics which is i think yeah i think it's super interesting and obviously like i like it's it would be awesome if i can do that hello that's sick but um yeah those are my two like potential paths that i would you know what i want to major in the two ideas of what we're going for but definitely stem related like engineering probably um and then university wise i mean realistically probably uf probably in state because you know you have like bright futures and sort of prepaid and it would be free and i'd rather not be in debt um when i get out you know when i start my life i would yeah i would like to not have to pay (laughs) money um uh but then like dream school like duke Duke? Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Duke is that's, that's on my list. I just didn't choose Duke because apparently it's cold. And yeah. I, don't, yes. I don't like no, the cold. I no, I love the cold. It's a cold. Oh, you do? So I you're do. enjoying the weather right now. I that's am, what I'm hearing. I'm loving the weather right now. Mm-hmm. It's good for my hair. No. <laughs> <laughs> I actually so do not angry. like the sweater weather. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right, Miriam, take it away. <laughs> Thanks, guys. So on my part, I also want to be part in that whole STEM field. Um, so women in STEM. Women in STEM. Basically. Basically. And Basically. Yeah. So I am really interested in also biomedical engineering. Um, my dream job is making prosthetics for people. Oh, and that sounds cool. Yeah. Like arms and yeah. connected to... Like making maybe connecting that to like Neuralink and you being able to control your own body with your prosthetics. Um, I've always wanted to know how people do that. You know, because right? they just yeah. just place it on and you kind of yeah. have to yeah. with your mind. It's super. I cool. mean, so my dream is being able to help people, especially with disabilities, and that's why I'm considering biomedical engineering. And my other profession that I would also like to do is electrical engineering as well. I feel like it's a very broad field and you can really do anything with it. I personally know um, one in elect or yeah a few electrical engineers and they have worked all throughout the industry. They've worked with um, like industrial companies. They've worked with um, General Motors. Like you, you have a lot of options. But then also I have that mun in me. Yeah, that, that mun that is leading me maybe towards considering law and just using my my abilities to convey a message and maybe bringing into law. So, yeah, I'm, I'm torn between two completely different fields. You know, engineering and law. And wow. Wow. And, and there's the no mix to it, really. There's yeah. no mix, yeah. But I mean, I find I'm really happy to hear that you guys are, you know, encouraged to go into STEM considering not a lot of women do so. So, yeah. kind of, how do you plan on dealing with those challenges in the future just because of your gender? I mean, you just do it. Like, yeah. there's no other way. You just do it. You and have to push through it. Yeah. You have to push through it. Yeah. And you can't let those comments get to your brain Mm -hmm. you can't you can't just think that you're inferior you can't you can't accept that as a fact and i feel like that's what has motivated us a lot throughout our high school experience is just not allowing for for those comments to to affect us yeah yeah so this has been a fairly serious conversation and i kind of really want to know what do you do as a hobby so jokes (laughs) (laughs) we like comedy i love comedy comedians (laughs) Yeah, so um, this thing that me and Roxy do all the time is we just see the world and just imagine that it's a movie, honestly. So you're the main characters, that's it, that's it. No, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of just 
I don't know, just bringing humor into yeah. every everything. Yeah, you know, challenge. Everything. I fell. You laugh that about is it. A, yeah. yeah, like insert laugh here. That. Yeah, no, like <laughs> all throughout life, you know, walking yes, up the stairs, insert laugh here. No, yeah. I just refuse to make life serious because there's no reason. You know to what? Make it same. Serious. I love that conversation yeah. because people take it way too seriously and it kind yeah. of just drains the fun out of sometimes, it. Sometimes, sometimes, especially if you have like a lot of things on your plate and a lot yeah. of responsibilities, you just need to let go sometimes, and you need to realize that it comes to a point where. We live on a floating yeah. rock. Like, it's not <laughs> deep. <laughs> That's a Girl. floating rock mentality. Girl, come on. Nihilism. Sorry about it, guys. Uh, we don't, we yeah. don't talk about it. Go Whatever. About it. But, like, yeah, aside from that, I I like fighting. But I, I do karate, so it's, like, justified, you know? You know what? Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I was about to be acceptable. like, you know what? That makes sense because you're wow. karate. Are you karate? So That's how you call them? Karateist? Karateka. I, I know in Spanish, yeah, karateka. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at this point, we live in Miami. You don't need English. Yeah, Sorry. literally. TBH, TBH. TBH, you enjoy the same? same yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty pretty much I'm super athletic. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I don't really do my, I mean, yeah, no, I'm not that very, like, I'm not interesting outside of school. <laughs> yes, she is, guys. She's the funniest person I know. Yeah, I mean, that that's kind of it. Like, I guess I'm funny, but, like, I mean, I listen to music. Like, I stare at walls and just listen to music. Yeah. I don't you know, know what? I do that a lot, too. What are some of your favorite artists? Uh, <laughs> not prepared for this question. No. no. Do it. Go, go, go. Let me look. Hold on. Go through your Spotify playlist. Show you my... Oh, The Weeknd, duh. Obviously. Oh, my God. So good. I love The Weeknd. Yeah. Frank Ocean's always fire. Grimes. Don't even say don't Arca. say this again. Arca, dude, that's all Arca, I heard from Arca. you this weekend true, at our true. competition. The neighborhood's good. Sorry the neighborhood to get edgy, slaps. but like good. Laps. I don't know why I just said that. that was I like this uh, Russian band. It, oh, Mon, yeah. Doma. They're, they're good. They're fire. She showed them to fire, me. Fire. fire. Um, you guys both listen to that. I've never mm-hmm. listened to Russian yeah. music. I A lot of people have told me I should. So it's I think, awesome. I think I would. Yeah. Alice in Chains, if you're getting Aww, depressed. Not sure. We just we listen to a lot of rock too. Yeah. Oh, I love love rock. Love. Yes. I mean, love it. There's like so so many Deftones. Deftones is really good. I have a, I have a thing about Deftones. Only yeah. a few of their songs. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, it's a lot of like their music is very like grungy. It's like it's really very like you know. It's like barking. You know, it's like barking. <laughs> but like. It's not. It's not bad. Like you have to be in the in the right in the mood. mood. To in the mood, yeah. It depends. It's not like an an all exactly. day thing. No. Any time. You know, thing. laying right before bed. And just no, no just rock play. Music. Yeah, like, honestly though, like no. I do that though. Like, <laughs> like I'm not she's even special. Guy. She's special, guys. No, I like, ignore that. I have certain moods. Like sometimes I'll go to sleep with like full, just actual metal, heavy. Heavy, heavy metal. metal. Heavy metal is heavy the metal. way to go. Or then sometimes you're feeling like 532 hertz frequencies like at night, you know? That's oh, most yeah, of the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Or like rainforest Rain noises. Oh my God, I love. I've been listening love. to fire noises, guys. <gasps> it is so good. Like the like crackling. The crackling. Yes, 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 yes. Like the Christmas. It reminds me of Christmas. Yes, really, of Because now it's cold and stuff. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my God, this is so slay. Like it's like. No, <laughs> it's cold a few months late. Right? So, I, I will so. say that. Well, not you a know, few. January 26th. Yeah, right. Oh my god, I forget that like it's just January and we yeah. just started the year. It feels like I've yeah, been yeah. in freaking January but for the past But that's weird how that days. works. Like you think it's supposed to be cold in December, but actually mm-hmm. January is the coldest month. January, yeah, February. January, February. I hear that when we go to Washington D.C., it's gonna be like the coldest. It's really cold. Yeah, that's February. That's the it. Month. It doesn't make sense. It's gonna like, be whatever. great. I love the cold. As we know, I yeah, love it. Love, love it. it. Love <laughs> frost. So <fire. laughs> this, you know, just the snow and not being able to escape it. 
Yeah. That <laughs> I can, we can't I'm escape the cold. Paralyzed by the cold. I and love it. Thank you for participating today. Of course. I'm your host, Brianna Palis. These are my two guests, Miriam Trujillo, Roxanne Valle. Make sure to check out Dural Academy Prep social media at Dural Academy Preparatory on Instagram and at Dural Academy on TikTok. You guys can also check out our blog at thefbdigital.com and we hope to catch you guys next week on The Nest. Bye. 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 Bye.